Young Chuck had a couple of beers at the bar and he's feeling good. I I was looking, I was like, I want to get a drink. And I went to the fridge and we have a, like a few little things here and there from the past weekend. And I was like, ah, I might have this peach cider that Hannah got. Delicious. Ooh. And it's, I was like, eh, it's okay. But 6.9% cider. That's Dude, cider slowly punches in the face. That's, I'm pretty, that's I'm pretty a excited vibe for this. Cider. A vibe yeah. cider. I've been, it's like a- I've been anything on from cider. victory. I've been on like cider since, uh, since. Okay, you know, our you know what's thing. like really shitty cider. That makes me pucker. But like, oh, yeah. I, <laughs> but like I will drink Ooh, it that's all, a like every time. Like Mike's harder. Oh yeah, Mike's harder. Like eight yeah. percent. Yeah. Like tastes like literally like just Candy. very sweet Sprite. Hannah's Hannah's dad nice. loves Mike's hard, and he brought a pack and he gets the Mike's hard Tall Boys. Yes. All right. You get okay. and it's Mike's harder. Yes, tall boys. you get yeah. two Mike's harder tall boys, like eight percent tall boys. That's it'll, all she wrote. It'll it'll fuck you up, dude. You'll be like Rand at like the Chili's bar. Yes, yeah, so I've yeah, been reading yeah. like tons of like middle class fancy. Middle class fancy. fancy. <laughs> I I don't like. I, Ron, we talked about this before. I don't like middle class fancy. I love it, but I hate it because they call me out, and it just yeah. I, I like did we talk about this already where I felt like I was unique growing up because my dad make jo- made jokes like oh they let you in here and they full blown strapped oh, that on a no. meme and I'm like oh we all say that we white people all Dude. say the same thing Dude, one thing I've learned oh. like just about okay this is like tangentially related to middle class fancy because like there's all those posts about like eight beers at the bar at Chili's you know and like shows like a a white (laughs) dude like going crazy but like I've just realized like after you drink craft beer and wine like for so long like you sit down with like a four percent like bud or like a um like a what, what like a, like a Corona light, and I just like I'm like I could just slam a six pack of these and feel nothing. It's just and water. Like, I yep. feel bad for that, but I'm just yeah. like, well, I've been drinking like IPAs for the past year, so like it makes sense, but it just feels bad. <laughs> it feels bad. Man. Yeah. I was uh I was at the liquor store. It's also funny because so Hannah's Hannah's parents just came in and like hung out with us <laughs> for the weekend oh. and. Yeah, and but it was funny because yeah. we were like, "Oh, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do?" And like, Hannah's like, "Oh, we could, we're gonna go to Bentonville. We could take them to Onyx or whatever." And then me and like her brother were like, "They don't give a rat's ass about coffee." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like seriously, like. And I even offered when they were here, like I was like, "Hey, I, we have an espresso machine, and I have like I bought a two pound bag of like Onyx coffee," and they're just like. No, I'll pass. We'll take they the just drip. like brood. They just yeah, like whatever, drip, drip, whatever. But it was funny because it's like I understand that like the people behind us, like they're like getting coffee, is like let's go get a drink. And so like we took them to like a bar and like multiple bars, you know, and like or like we would go and get beers. Like their thing is beer. Like where how I feel about coffee, there's just beer. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to explain to her dad about how like. I was like, there's a shit tier of beer mm-hmm. and then there's like craft beer. And I said, like PBR is like the top of, in my opinion, the top of the shit beer category. And I was like <laughs> explaining to him that my, my thoughts on beer and stuff. So I, I thought that was funny. What Not is everybody's every, every, top tier shit beer? P- 
PBR. That's a great PBR. Is it PBR? PBR. It's PBR. PBR. It's so mm. classic. I've never had a PBR. Wizweiser. Oh, what? Zach, Wait, what? Next, it's, no. Next no, I, heard, I, said, I heard Blue PBR. Ribbon was bottom of the barrel beer. That okay, came from a guy who has But it's the past Blue Ribbon on his arm. So he's like, no, no, no. It's terrible. But I look, what? it's what? it's it's good. It's it's one of those beers that's good bad, right? So like, whenever you thinking, whenever you're thinking about shit beer, like different people will rate shit beer in different ways. Just like b- different people will rate shit coffee in different ways. Like some sure. people like very bitter, skunky coffee, and they're like, yeah, this skunky. is like awful, skunky. but I love it, <laughs> right? Like that's kind of how PBR is. Except for I don't really think PBR tastes bad. I I like sparkling wheat juice for some yeah. reason <laughs> yeah but like I, I i don't know man like it's it's like a it's it's a thing you know where it's like some people hate rolling rock some people hate pbr some people hate bud light i like them all but i think pbr either it's the it's probably the memories but it just tastes like the best of the shit beer to me yeah like yeah. that that and yeah. miller miller is like miller light i was gonna yeah. say it's miller for me yeah. yeah like put me yeah put me on the miller if, boat for sure you you could put miller and PBR into glass cups, and I could not tell you the difference. Okay, cool. So then maybe, I like maybe <laughs> first sip of the night. First sip of the night, I'd be like, "Oh, this one's better." But like two glasses in, no clue no. what the yeah, difference yeah, is. Yeah. Like, See, but that's actually the thing about shit beer, is that when you talk about shit beer, you're not talking about drinking for taste. You're going to be going quantity, and so yeah. If a shit exactly. beer is bad, is if by the the fourth one in, it starts tasting nasty. There are beers yeah. that, like mm-hmm. shit beers that aren't good, if you keep drinking them, they will start tasting really bad. Mm-hmm. And then you have paths, and it just kind of starts turning into water, and you're fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some. I just does. I just work. like unmuted and muted my mic. It's like, it's like diner coffee, right? Like Waffle House yeah. coffee is so good because you can down six cups of it. Like and it's fine. Starbucks right. coffee, I don't like, but I can only oh, drink no. one cup of it if it's offered to me, right? Like sure. it's, it tastes worse the, the more you drink versus diner coffee. Where like at a certain point, I'm like throwing back that shit like it's like orange yeah. juice on a sunday morning you know what i'm saying <laughs> where does where does mo mo rosark drip go it, it goes below diner coffee and above starbucks coffee to me so like i like rosark but like i'm not gonna drink three cups of rosark i will drink seven cups of waffle house coffee you know yeah i i would drink waffle house coffee before rosark i think and, and that's not to say that i don't like rosark because i think it's i think it's very good for what it is but I like if I'm going to be drinking a dark you don't coffee, like rose <laughs> so, so uh, like for, and for, for the, the listener listeners because I forgot uh, go to yeah, midnight for... oil every day of their life. Rosark is a uh, tiny local roaster in central Arkansas. They they roast yeah. coffee and they so roast was, it very I forgot, dark. I forgot, forgot we're recording at, this right now. Are they now good at making for, coffee for a second? Uh, no, they are. They are like objectively they uh, they they don't use um, any sort of. Coffee uh, like roasting it. software or or so. um, like any way to like record what's going on in their roaster. They just do it by hand for listening. No reason pops. it caught co- it cost it cost you nothing for like you. There is like artisan and that is an open source free software uh, to use uh, with your roaster and they don't use it. And it's in it and it, it it's mind boggling to me how they do not. Well, well, Pappy never used it. And so the Italians sold. On their wood fire. Pappy was a racist. You just you just stick your finger in there, and you know. <laughs> I mean, whenever whenever you're like 
metric for coffee is whether or not it puts hair on your chest, then like it, it doesn't true. really matter how it tastes yeah. as long as it makes you but shit your pants in an hour. It's fine. Sure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, it's good. Like, like that's all that's you're going for. Yeah. Like this value. is a, a weird thing with with Starbucks. I want to take us back home to Starbucks because when Starbucks was beginning Starbucks to get popular, <laughs> yeah, it was. Like it was coming from Seattle and I grew up in Portland and as a little kid, I saw more Starbucks like popping up around Portland. And uh, it's like when a lot of times people think Starbucks, it's like, oh, frou-frou coffee. Like it's like, oh, get my all milk, all. But there's some of the like their black coffee is like chalk. Like it's bad. <laughs> like it's so it's dark pretty rough. and it does not go down smooth. So I'm with Ronnie to where I don't I don't put Starbucks anywhere near like I I just don't like that. I, I don't know. I don't think there's any other coffee out there that I've had. And maybe I'm just I haven't had a lot of coffee from everywhere that tastes like that. It's just like this is so dark. Like this is so dark and so <laughs> chalky that I just can't drink it. And dude, it kind of burns me a little bit because dude, like so Starbucks, big. like Starbucks coffee. Like how I know it's like one of a kind and like if you like this, I can understand why you like it. But like I don't like so most most mornings I'd like like we're we're a smoothie family. So we'll drink smoothies in the morning. I drink a smoothie every morning. Smoothie what gang. do you put in your smoothie? I, I put typically frozen fruit, kale okay. uh, and I put fruit? Uh, I put mangoes, frozen mango, frozen blueberries, frozen strawberries wow. and a Yum. banana if we have it. And then like yeah. probably a fourth cup of oats. For like every, longevity, every morning this year, I uh, I do half a cup of oats, one cup of milk, one cup of frozen blueberries, and a banana in spinach leaves. Dude, we are we and, are, and that's my my breakfast every dude, morning. You're, you replace spinach with kale and juice for milk, and we have the same breakfast every morning. Chance, yeah. I knew we were blood brothers. Yeah, I, I do yogurt for the dairy in my. Yeah, I was gonna say yogurt. I love move. doing yogurt. And, we actually yeah. have probiotic I, juice in the fridge right now, which is essentially yeah. fruit yogurt, I guess. I think I need to swap the milk because I it's a lot of milk. Like it's a yeah. lot of just dairy because I also have milk in my my coffee. And yogurt's so got I'm lots looking, of protein. Probiotic. Yogurt's got yeah. protein. It's gonna be and a little bit if thicker. You, with if you yogurt. get a good juice, then like you could also yeah, I might do juice. That, you know. So I don't want it to be too liquidy versus, but you, you know, need protein get, get in a, it though. Get a thick, get a thick juice. You don't, a, you don't need protein. Get a pro, get a probiotic juice that has protein in it. No, I'm going to ditto you what Silas is saying. You get enough protein in your day. Yeah. But like for breakfast, protein's important. Don't end up want, like me. Eat protein. Do it you now. Want, you want <laughs> long, what? you want long term energy, right? So like you want which complex carbohydrates, which you're getting from oh. the oats. Yes. But you well, yeah. also and, and want the that fruit. from protein fiber in it you don't like the the longer your day goes which like this is like the problem with like the western idea yeah, so of you, food but you need protein in the morning yes like you yes. don't so you you actually want to eat less protein and complex carbohydrates the longer the day goes if you want to be the healthiest you can possibly be yeah literally I, but drink I protein vegetable was, broth for dinner it was for rebuilding muscles so, so at the end of the day it makes more sense right i mean yeah, you're, yeah, rebuilding, you're, you're rebuilding you're, you're, muscles at any point in the day right if you worked out the day before and you eat protein the next day you're still rebuilding those muscles it yeah. doesn't like, really it doesn't really work that way unless you're like working out you know that's gotcha. and, and, and protein is not. just like your it, it is it is it is energy for your body uh, yes and so Long -term like, energy. like okay. i am okay. on a very okay. like food I'll just carb, throw some high protein diet. food <laughs> is energy yeah. for your body yes it is it but it's it's like it's the same as complex <laughs> oh, yeah. carbs it's, it's a long-term slow burning that's why keto yes. that's why keto Thank works you. like you can you can consume less calories of protein and have more energy and like it doesn't work for everybody 
But like you can consume Anyways. less. Okay, anyway, back to what I was saying about Starbucks <laughs> yeah. coffee. We're a smoothie family. We're a smoothie family. We drink smoothies. We drink coffee in the morning. And like I like a pretty strong stout cup of coffee. Like as we've like said on this podcast, three of us have been baristas in the coffee past. Coffee stout. Um, yes, I like coffee stouts in the morning with my Me, smoothie before I go to class Ronnie, I like to be drunk no. um, <laughs> but what I was saying is we, we've all been baristas so we like our coffee strong and I don't mean strong in like the bitter sense I mean strong in the caffeine sense right? In, and in like yeah. the bold sense in, in, when, in, in with passion the, the ratio of coffee parts to water Yes, I like it strong. I want, in that I want coffee with balls on. I want coffee, coffee with I balls want coffee and, with and hair on those balls because Lord masculinity yes. is the way that we determine <laughs> what's valuable in the society. But Give regardless, um, I <laughs> what are we fucking talking about? Um, yeah, where are we? Where are we? I don't know. Oh, we're, we're halfway through yes, our pre-pop. Starbucks coffee, coffee giants. Starbucks fun. coffee specifically. How I know Starbucks coffee is like one of a kind in, in, in some sense. It's like I will like take a shit like an hour after my smoothie <laughs> coffee mix. I like <laughs> sip a fourth of a cup of Starbucks coffee and I'm bum, like, bum. I'm like diarrheal. The dumb waiter drops. The dumb waiter drops from the top floor all the way Bro, to the bottom. I like drive past the Starbucks coffee, <laughs> sniff the fucking air, and I gotta like find the nearest toilet you like, just hear dogs barking <laughs> exactly so like that is that is how i know starbucks is doing something i don't know if it's right but they're doing something and i they're appreciate it. Is the caffeine in there maybe they percolate well, their Ronnie, coffee also, for like five hours before serving it to you i don't know i will say black as magic. another smoothie gang member smoothie smoothie does some work for your from your gut. Oh, yeah. So uh, at, after you drink that smoothie and then you can do and you follow it with coffee, it's like 10 o'clock, 11, and I'm I'm going. Middle of class, <laughs> I gotta turn my zoom camera off, turn my mic off, and take a little sabbatical. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Yikes. That's very funny though. Yeah, I would yeah, assume so. so. I would assume this prepod's well for you. gonna be beer, coffee, and bowel movements. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's gonna be called. Blast beer, beer baristas. Oh my god! Don't don't Starbucks? Don't they have like okay? And please, I need I need all four of you to just start screaming at me as soon as I say this. Don't they have really nice espresso machines though? I know it's pretty much a one punch button, but aren't they yes. supposed to be like really good? They're amazing. You don't have They're any like, control. Wait, I get this. Oh my god! They're okay, like no, top of the line Italian. Yeah, like, aren't they? It's a Bugattis. <laughs> Bugattis. <laughs> every Let single me. Starbucks, they got a I'm Bugatti of an espresso machine. <laughs> I know they're like smooth. several, like seven or eight thousand dollars or something ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god, that's okay. Okay, you don't worry, uh, Silas. I got him. <laughs> okay, fuck um, you, Silas. I know that everybody can spend are you fifteen being, grand. Zach, are you being serious? No. Huh? No, well, how they're, much expensive? I know they're really expensive for espresso machines. I know espresso, the espresso Starbucks machines are? are expensive. Oh yeah, yeah, let's see. I don't think the Starbucks one. Uh, well, they do all the automation stuff, and that's where their cost it's all comes automation. In, and that's why they probably aren't actually. I don't think they're they're very good quality. I would let's talk about automation. Oh, no. that's okay, jobs. it's twenty-two thousand dollars for a Starbucks espresso machine. If we start talking about not automation, then we will eventually end up at universal basic income, and that's not a conversation our listeners want to um, hear. Also, we need a we need a couple more drinks and then Ronnie, we need to talk about how um, the future of humanity is through uh AI, or it's not organic. Like, we are going to create humans that no longer have organic oh, bodies. Oh, you mean like evolving past humanity? 
Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, we will. Because we we believe, or I believe, that the next evolutionary step for us is not actually us. It's just like our creation moves on and we die. Yeah, anybody who's taken a Pat Garner class at Harding Academy, Harding, Academy, Harding University probably feels the same way as me. Yeah. But, Did you say Pat um, Garner? Pat Garner, yes. Yeah. What That's, a guy. He, he sowed the seeds of human evolution into my mind through one of his classes on ethics and i can no longer feel any other way like in the in the future if you, yeah if if we as a society are going to progress there will be evolution and that evolution will take part in eviscerating humanity not because we will kill people off but because for humanity to be sustained it will have to manipulate itself and, and be formed into different ways. So I think we will slowly become more bio, bionical as time goes on. Like we've already got Elon Musk putting chips in pig brains. We know that's gonna happen eventually. It's an inevitability at this point, unless we all die, which is a possibility as well. So like, Bring I, it on. I, I, I don't know. The, no, no, I, I love talking about and I hate talking about is the great filter. The great filter is like the most scariest thing. Someone was like, I think it was Hannah's parents who were like, wouldn't it be cool if there were aliens? And I was like, well, there's a video I watched and it it said that if there's alien life, we're effed. Yeah. Like we're actually just effed. Boned. <laughs> Completely boned. But like if there's not alien life, we're also boned. So it's yeah. like, it's a dichotomy that we have to live with forever. But thankfully, yeah. human lifespan will not allow us to come to witness the suffering that is incumbent for our kind. Sure. But, it, but is that Think not about my, just existence? Going to back to like to be alone? Starbucks. Not so, Starbucks. Yeah. Bring it all like, home. Oh, no, but like <laughs> it like technology, um, the transition from from like if we're gonna talk about Elon Musk putting chips and pig brains. Uh, my favorite thing to think Yo, about Elon. is if cyborgs become more and more you know, common where, I mean, there's lots yeah. of people that have like appendages that are cybernetic yeah. and everything. But if we start messing with people's brains, uh, when do you stop being human and start becoming machine? And do cyborgs have rights? And do they deserve anything? We made them. So do they yeah. have, you know, well, a that's cyborg like, is half and half. Well, I'm I, still though. I'm half saying, at half. what point do you stop being human and start being cyborg? What's like, the, when I, are I would imagine the cyborgs. I would imagine the cyborgs are going to be the upper class because yes, they're the only ones. Exactly that, what I was. The upper, the upper class can afford that's to augment their body, and it's like if their body parts are failing, they have the funds to replace that and make it. You know what I'm saying? So then sure. it's like lifespan goes from like lower class is like six upper 60s to like 80s you know whatever mm -hmm. and then it's like the upper class is like 120 sure. 130 and that's you know where like, the whoa. great filter comes in because the enormous class struggle that will come from the working class living on mars and having a life expectancy of 55 and the upper echelon ruling class becoming cybernetic and living to 200 Holy there will be a revolution shit. that will spark nuclear contest that will completely blow humanity <laughs> out of the water and anything we have created up to that point. Mark my words, 2551, it's coming to you and don't be scared, embrace it, become a part of the great ether that spawned you in the first place.
become the Thank you for coming to my yeah. TED talk. This is what happens before pre-pods occur. I just want the listener yeah. to know. This is the kind of <laughs> shit we talk about like 20 <laughs> minutes before we press record. So yeah. and we're just recording. It's just real. It's real. But but yeah. but what if? I mean, so if you really do start affecting people's lifespan and not just heart, like not just cardio or anything, but if you start messing with like brain, because your brain breaks down too. And if you're going to replace parts of the brain, at what point does even middle class or if we're really this far ahead when does the lower class start assuming things like you can just be programmed like you Mm -hmm. your thoughts your who's to say that you're not like not even you anymore and you don't even know it like if that becomes like an augmenting thing that we start messing obviously there's like where we store our memories and stuff like you just don't mess with that but at what point do people start like you're not even human you're not even a person anymore like I mean, I don't I don't want you to have X, Y, Z rights. You're just a robot. You know, Zach, I think and at what point do you, I mean, you oh, first oh no, no. My question is going to like move this needle. I just want to say that the lower class who are non-cybernetic, their name needs to be the fleshies. As like a <laughs> fleshies. The ugliest fleshies. The fleshies. <laughs> I hate the word flesh. Flesh. So, you go ahead because my question is moving the, moving the needle. So like, I want to make sure you can say what you want to say on this uh, I was just going to ask at what point does robot Robin Williams become a human? <laughs> yes. Yes. He doesn't. <laughs> It's a great, it's a great movie. <laughs> you well, know what? I was he, and say. I don't think he even needed to know. No, he really. didn't. Really? I mean, like it's Robin Williams. He had he, his answer. He has, he has value regardless. But does that? Am I making assumptions? Go watch Bicentennial Man if you haven't watched is? Bicentennial Man before. I have um, not seen Bicentennial Man. Oh my Man. chance! You will weep. I called my dad and had a forty-minute conversation about humanity Holy after that well, movie. And I, wa- really? I mean, it wasn't the first time I saw it, but I watched it in like two thousand. I've watched it like eight times. That time <laughs> so was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so so Zach, I watch it every day. I think an important underlying question of your statement and your argument um, that we are overlooking here is what does it mean to be human? I think before no, we can it answer is, what do does you, it mean to be expensive? That will allow us to answer the Starbucks. And question. I mean, like, if you ain't got a Bugatti, <laughs> you ain't getting this. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was gonna say something. About All right, it. Ronnie, what does it mean to be human? Let's. Do I don't. It. I I don't know. Exactly. I mean, like that's, that's, what, we just that's what I'm looking for. We just joked around with each other. I mean, I have to think so hard. <laughs> I mean, Silas, like, honestly, you know, every single conversation we have devolve, like I say, devolves, but truly evolves into some it sort evolves. of like, you know, like philosophical conversation. Even when we're drunk, this happens. And like I think that is a credit more to the between. to the kind of thinkers that we Yo, are. Jack. I think that's completely fine. But like that's the thing, Jackson. Like nobody up to this point has been able to sufficiently describe oh, humanity. I understand. And that's that. why we're I was still just, having the conversation. I was, I was opening the door. Oh, door uh, I was saying, what is it, Ronnie? Um, I. I. Oh. Go first. Well, I was going to say, I, I was gonna I, say about, well, the, I, about the it, the conversation where it was slightly before, uh, but still tangentially related. Um, I don't think I don't I don't know of a way to like work with the synthetic brain and um, you know what I mean to like start cyborgifying a brain. Um, we can. Like 
do things like stimulants and add things into uh, add to it but i don't know of any way that we know how to like you know uh produce more brain um because of i think what it really comes down to for me is consciousness and i I don't think consciousness can be manufactured um i think that consciousness takes place in the cells um there uh is a a a spot in all of our cells that's basically a a good size for a a quantum vacuum and within quantum physics we see like the first interactions of what could be consciousness um for example there's a thing called superposition where uh yeah two uh quantum particles will Ryan's exist very at the same point uh, or <laughs> will, will exist at two different points and um when when one is observed the other uh reacts mm-hmm. um and they are not tied to each other at all it's just they're like conscious of each other so that's the like seedlings of what consciousness is and then in our brains and ourselves we have essentially quantum computers that rapidly take small pictures and turn it into a full stream of consciousness which i think we access through a great wisdom that lies beyond us from which we draw from. Um, it, if it's God, it's God. But I think that that great wisdom exists before us because I think consciousness also exists outside of us. But I don't think we can manufacture it and I don't think we can download it into a computer. So I was I do Jackson. think I can see our like bodies getting further and further and like less organic but I don't think we figured out a way how to like it's too metaphysical consciousness is too metaphysical I don't know how we're going to do that part so that's that's the part that I'm like I don't know yet I, I there it, the scarier truth is AI catching up and beating us before we uh we get to a point where we download ourselves into computers. Yes, I, I I'm smiling, Silas, because <laughs> I knew Jackson was my nigga, bro. Like for real, like, <laughs> Jackson and I. Ronnie, am I gonna have to cut that out? No, you can keep that in because that's real. Like that's, that's real. like okay. that's not derogatory. That is like that is real. Um, but like we're cut from no completely completely like aligning myself with what Jackson is saying and elaborating in a way that I think he also believes. Um, first and foremost, Jackson and I are like two quantum particles. Like we we share the same reality <laughs> in certain senses. When you observe but one, the other knows. Exactly. <laughs> reacts. Exactly. It's true. We are true quantum brothers. But you wake up um, in the middle of the night, Ronnie, and and realize that someone's looking at Jackson. Oh, absolutely. Jackson, and call him and say, Jackson, someone's broken into your home and they're staring at you. Dude, it's real. Run. <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I think to to answer simultaneously what Jackson was implying and what um, Zach was asking, I feel like the brain is more so a derivative of something greater 
than something standing on its own, correct? So there's not really an answer for consciousness. And I was about to lay, I was about to present all the arguments Jackson has presented Boom. and the fact that quantum particles exist in a probability wave and don't become static until we observe them and we don't have the methods to observe them without light and all of that nonsense which like of course i don't understand what technology will be available to us in 200 years and what kind of i i i legitimately think the deeper we go the more we'll find i think there will never be an end and we will never be able to fully explain humanity and consciousness Same. and ai might be able to catch up to us in a computational sense but there will always be a metaphysical thing that humanity doesn't understand 200 years ago it might have been microwaves like not like the physical microwave, but like microwaves, like yes, wave like particles. The wave, yeah. <laughs> and now like it's wavy. quantum physics yeah. and particles in probability waves. We don't understand how they work or why they work, but they do. Yeah, we do so, see them. We we are we are aware of them. Exactly. There will always be something out there that we don't understand that feels metaphysical, that feels magic, and for that reason, I feel like humanity will never get rid of that portion of itself. So whenever we're describing what humanity is and what it means to be human, I think the most basic form, the most one plus one answer we can come to is the experience of consciousness. And I think the second we try to download consciousness or pull consciousness from the human mind, not only do we cease to be human, but we also lose that metaphysical connection to the universe around us. Like Jackson said, whether it be God, whether it be some universal being, whether it be the theory of multiple realities, whatever you ascribe to, most people who have given significant thought to this either become nihilistic and say, I will never understand and it doesn't matter or try to assume some sort of higher power. And of course, like I am making assumptions for a grand number of individuals in the philosophical community. And I hope none of them are listeners because I'm butchering this. But when it comes down to it, like I think that's the barrier, Zach. I think once we try to download consciousness, that's when shit hits the fan. I really don't think technology is our barrier. That's like becoming more and more true is i don't think technology is going to end up being our our barrier it's going to be about like i don't so, know social i think oh yeah, yeah. i can I see that working together I, yeah working together well we have greater threats before we reach the point of like yeah uh eternal life stuff like that mm. i think yeah i think relatively um, we're close to that like the whole idea of like being able to transcend your own body into some kind of computer or something but i some soup some conscious soup Cool. We all I just want to say it soup. before before we head off, and I don't know if it's the hard cider six point nine hitting me, but I just if if when you die and it's just like bam lights out, yeah. you know, yeah. like man, I like can you? I'm just imagining right now like dead lights off, but like wish that there was some way to see like the idea of the entire yeah. the, all the lights going off like all the lights in the world going off oh, and then yeah. just like everything is just like one soup again you recede into like, the primordial black spectator you but like, like like you guys like you guys are all like dead and everything that i am meta like physical and like spiritual everything just goes back into like this 
big ocean yeah, primordial the collective wheel. and that's just like we're, we're just like no more like that's, conflict there is just peace uh -huh. and particles dude that no, is, there uh, is there's not even peace there is just being there's yeah just, it's just we, we that, coexist that is we're, the we're getting the go ahead silas i, uh, I say we're, we're 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 getting into very like uh like uh Hindu and and some like yeah. Yeah. Buddhist kind of ideas, but doesn't that just feel karma good? or religion? Doesn't that? I mean, but can you imagine just like isn't that the point of no longer and spirituality like, it's just like, feeling good? It's just that it's just that non ex like no no existence, but like peace and coexistence and non existence. I don't know. That just sounds good. Yeah, coexistence yeah. and non existence occurring at the same time. I mean, it's a tie yeah. that you can tie to every single major religion right i mean and like yeah i'm i like as we've said multiple times in this in, on this podcast as caveats i think most of us if not all of us are christian um to some extent of the word um or at least but we're think, versed in it yeah we're versed yeah. in christianity and we <laughs> use christian philosophy to describe the ways we view the world at the very least um yeah but like like most definitely chance like i completely vibe with what you were saying um, I love that we're having a really heady and philosophical and uh, an academic conversation, and I can still use words like vibe. That's how I know I'm in the right space here. We're in <laughs> and we talked about vibe. piss beer before we got here. <laughs> yeah. We talked about piss and shit beer before we talk about the state of humanity. But um, I think that I think that's the beauty of the afterlife, right? Like. I think yeah. if you position yourself correctly, you don't have to take a super nihilistic view of the world. I think that that's defeatist, and I think that that's not necessarily wrong. I'm not going to fault you for believing that if you do, loved listener and valued listener. Valued but, listener. But more so, like you can find beauty in death and beauty in ascension regardless of what you believe right like at the very at the very least at a very basal level you become a part of something greater that you were always a part of to begin with but you know like if you're buried in the ground or if you're cremated or regardless i mean matter is constant you can't eviscerate yourself from existence it just doesn't work so you go and become a part of the greater being that you were always a part of. And I think that that is beautiful, whether that's God and we all live in some sort of soupy, spiritual, soul filled mess, or whether that's not spiritual at all. It's still metaphysical in some sense, no matter how, what you believe there will always be a metaphysical and we will always be a part of it. And I think that that is a great thing to realize. Last thing I'm going to say, if that all like like whatever religion or whatever you buy into, if that's like the end and we're all just like vibing, like in whatever physical, like non-physical state, how fucking bullshit is it? Like thinking back of all the BS that you like were mad at other people about. Like politics and like yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all mm -hmm. like like when you're in the future and you're dead and you're in a primordial soup and like, you know what I'm saying? Like none of that shit matters. Like not, not nihilistically, but it's like, but, why spend yeah. your time now mm -hmm. worsening your experience yeah. with that conflict? Yeah. Yes. Anyways. Vibe well, for justice. And, and if you and are I, like ascribe to justice because justice is morally correct, but like vibe don't. For I thought you said yes. vibe for justice, Ronnie. Vibe, not, vibe, vibe for, for justice. That yeah. is that nah. is this prepod name. Vibe for justice. Vibe justice. For ju yeah. But like at, at this in the same grain, like as Chance is saying, like don't allow yourself to be succumb to rage and anger 
because in the end it doesn't matter you know like Mm -hmm. contemporarily and currently and in the present all that shit matters yes yeah throw off your oppressors Sorry. Throw off your oppressors, yeah. but like understand what you're doing it for and don't allow the bad vibes to harsh your mellow, dude. Like throw off well, your oppressors I'm but more for like, your children. I'm more like hating someone <laughs> yeah, because they have the, a different exactly. outlook in life. And and That's the, what I meant. the big thing that, that was one of the best advice meal mama told me when I was growing up was that there's a very fine, very, very, very fine line between love and hate. Like blind hate like it's be in in that like polarizing factor as much as you feel like you can grow so wide apart like can snap away in an instant like and and it's seen mostly in like romantic relationships how you can like uh i mean what's that divorce movie with adam driver and uh hate fuck uh that's (laughs) marriage story is that what it's called Mar- uh, marriage story, marriage story. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what is the big scene when they're arguing <laughs> and he says, "I, I like," he, I think he just says, "Like," the, he ends it with, "Like, I wake up every morning and I wish you were dead" or something like that. That's just like, and they were Ugh. just like in love like yesterday or like not that long ago, and like that. Yeah. How can you have such blind rage for another person, let alone your spouse? You know. Um, because we're just like super complicated and I totally get what Chance is saying. Like we can make so many enemies in our head, but if at the end, like we're all just in one place together and they're, it's all gone and you're not short, tall, fat, girl, boy, whatever you are. And we're all just together as beings. Then it's like, then we've lived out a giant joke. What are we doing? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. what it's are we doing joke. here? It's all a joke. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that just about wraps Hi. up this pre-pod. Uh, uh, life uh, is a joke, and uh, <laughs> everything is meaningless. And we are the stage. And let's uh, escape through the through the <laughs> yeah, distractions. Let's, let's forget about our blitz. We're all just the characters. Everything is meaningless. Stage, but there is Wait. beauty in not having meaning. Yeah. Let's play some D and D. There's three. I could do this. I could do this all night, chance. <laughs>